somebody would rock it out tonight, today, you know what I mean. Like, come on, guys. You know where you're at. You know what we're doing. We're hanging out. Everybody, welcome back. I'm knocking these things out, brother. I've got a list going out. You know what I mean? Like, I got people waiting, people knocking the door down to get on this on this thing. They want to ride this train. Um, so what we're going to do today, we're going to talk about different types of, of, oh my God, get your, get your words. You ready? Here we go. Let's, let's go. Uh, we are going to talk about the top 10 whiskey destinations. Yeah. We're going to talk about whiskey places, places that you can go to enjoy whiskey. And I think this is a really cool thing to talk about because um, as you well know, uh, um, I'm trying to, I, you know, I'm trying to get my, 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 my numbers up. Um, I mean, not my podcast numbers. I meant my numbers on my mic. Um, I ordered a new mic and a new mixer. So we'll see how that goes. Um, not the most expensive one because, you know, daddy ain't, daddy ain't, uh, ain't, uh, you know, making the money. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Don't, I mean, it's not fun. Really, it's not fun. But, so, <clears throat> we're talking, we're talking about the top 10 whiskey destinations, right? We're going to go all over the world. We're not, we're not just staying in the U.S. We're not staying in Canada. We're not staying in North America. Uh, we're going to have possibly more than 10, actually, um, because there's a bunch of different ones in certain countries, you know what I mean? So, um, but... I, I want you guys to know that um, I'm really enjoying these uh, live interview type um, podcasts that we're doing. I don't know if you guys are, um, but I'm really enjoying them and I'm getting some really good guests, as you well know, uh, some pinnacles in the community and stuff like that. Some of them are on the borderline of whiskey, um, which I'm cool with, you know, like anybody uh, doing cool stuff with whiskey, no matter what it is. You know what I mean? Uh, no matter how you do it, where you do it, if you're doing it at your house or if you're doing it on a 9 million gallon still, I don't care. I want to talk to you about it, right? You're doing cool stuff. Let's talk about it. So um, I say all that to say, so as you can tell, I'm still not 100% well, and that's okay. That's okay. We're working on it. Went to the doctor uh, actually yesterday and uh, talked to the doc, and he's like, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm going to turn this down just a little bit so I can hear. <coughs> he said, and I quote, he said, how long have you been sick? And I said, I, you know, two months. I've taken antibiotics. I've done all the thing. Tried to be a good boy, you know, and he's like, okay, do you get sick often? Yeah, I do, actually. I said, I'm trying to eat clean. I try and... You know, I'm doing this intermittent fasting. I'm doing all these things to try and clean the detox out of my body and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, it seems like you're doing everything right. And so then we started going through some history, and I won't bore you with all the history part of it, right? Family history and stuff like that. One of the things that I learned, and I think we kind of learned together, is this whole bacterial infectional thing has been going on since I was a young, very young child. Which I'm like... Well, that makes perfect sense. So, like, it's like saying, uh, you know, it's like uh, cleaning up a spill with a dirty rack. You'll get most of it, but you're not going to get all of it, right? And as we well know, and I'm not a doctor, and this is not 
uh, medical advice, right? But as we know in the medical field with antibiotics, they strip out everything. They go in there and they're like a, a battering ram and they just knock through everything, killing good bacteria and bad. And when you do that, your gut biome, I don't know, I'm doing research into it because I'm, I'm intrigued by it, but um, your gut biome gets totally destroyed. And that's why sometimes when you take these antibiotics and stuff like that, they actually make you sick. They make you have abdominal pain and all the things that go with that. Um, and so basically what the doctor said is I've never fully been healed of whatever bacterium has been in my body for this long. And now it's set up shop. And every time the wind changes, every time this happens, um, it affects you. And outside influences and stuff like that, they don't help. Right. So moving on from there. But, Bluetooth disconnected. Uh-oh, we died. You know what I mean? <laughs> My little iPad died. That's fine. We don't need no music because we're talking. We're talking. We're getting run into it. You know what I mean? Um, so the, the doc, we're working on a plan. We're doing some blood work. We're doing that. Um, and so I'm trying to do a bunch of things at the house to help detox my body and get all that junk out of there. Um, the issue is, and I mean, and I'm going to, I'm going to be 100 with you. If that means me having to get up and give up whiskey a little bit, um, I'm going to do it for my own health. Right. If I, if, I mean, God forbid, and this is, I mean, and I'm being one, 100% legit. If I, if they get to the point where they're like, you can't have whiskey anymore, it's going to suck, right? Because like, I enjoy whiskey. I enjoy the whiskey community, but that doesn't mean I'm done with whiskey, right? Just because I can't partake of it. That doesn't mean I'm done with whiskey or the whiskey scene, right? You can still be involved in whiskey and not drink it, right? There's a lot of people that do that. Um, anyway, I say all that to say we're working on a plan. We're trying to get the plan in motion. Get some good uh, gut biome in there. Get some good fighters in there. Um, you know, he said that has a lot to do with testosterone. That has a lot to do with everything in your body. Okay, enough with the doctor, right? <coughs> it's still there. It's still there. It ain't going away. Um, and, of course, the donkey starts braying right when I'm trying to talk. I mean, he does that because he knows I'm in the shed. The shed of doom. The shed of heat. The sauna, you know what I mean? Some people call it. Um, it's not a strange sauna, though. Shout out, Greg. Strange sauna. Um, here's the thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it's crazy. And uh, work's been super busy, which I'm, I'm very grateful for. I was having a little slump before. Uh, the Lord always provides, and he's going to provide, and, and, and now I'm in plenty. And I love that. And I'm, that makes me happy and it makes me not as stressed. And hopefully, therefore, it will make me um, feel better as well. Because when you're in a better state of mind, you're able to do things better. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a dude, right? But at the same time, one of the other things the doctor said, and this was intriguing to me, and then we'll get to the whiskey. Calm down. He told me that my background uh, as a, in the dead, dreaded day job is a plumber, right? And I've told you this multiple times. Um, I own my own business, blah, blah, blah. It's not, don't worry, it's not profitable or anything. But um, I, you know, work with cements and uh, glues and silicones, and I crawl under dirt, dusty houses and jackhammer concrete and do all the things that is dirty, nasty, um, deal with people's excrement and stuff like that, you know? So I'm around 
toxic stuff a lot, you know, especially molds and mildews and stuff like that. Because people call me, they got a leak, right? They got a leak in the wall. They got a leak in their slab. I got to cut the wall open. What's on the backside of that wall that's all wet? Mold, right? I'm not EPA certified, so I can't physically say mold because I'm not certified. But I can say organic growth because it's it's freaking mold. You can tell it's black, right? It's black and hairy and it looks like it's fixing to move. It's mold. So he said the years of that has also made a mold, um, not growth, but like intolerance. So anytime you're around any sort of mold or anything like that, it just spikes you. And I'm like, cool, that sucks. You know, because I, I can't, obviously I can't quit my job. It's the only thing I, I mean, I know how to do other things, but it's really the only thing I know how to do. Um, other than talk to you guys about whiskey. So speaking of that, let's get, let's get on to the whiskey. Um, Okay, I'm going to start here, but don't think of this as a dig, right? Because I feel like this place has a, a, a history of whiskey. So don't take of it as it's my favorite. It's not like the top 10, like this is number one, this is the best. Think of it as this one has a huge variety, right? And I, I mean, you guys already know what it is. It's Scotland, right? <sighs> Scotland is the home of, yeah, I, I wrote a bunch of notes down because I, you know, I'm trying to do better things for you guys, right? Um, Scotland is the home of famous whiskey distilleries, has a rich history of whiskey production regions like Speyside, Isla, Highlands, uh, the Lowlands, Campbelltown, um, you know, what else? Island. Um, they are all known for their distinct styles. And that's what's so cool. You go to Ireland, you find five, six different styles of whiskey. It's all scotch, right? But it's all different. So let's, let's get into a couple of them. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bore you with, with all of them. <coughs> so when people say Speyside, they also can connotate Highland. They're not the same. They are different regions, right? But they are so close to each other. They actually overlap each other a little bit. Um, so the Speyside in Scotland as a region, it has a special mention in the concentration of distilleries, right? As uh, McAllen, Glenfiddich, and they're renowned for some of the finest single malts around, right? So the Highlands on the other they have a vast and diverse offering of wide range of flavors. It's um, and some of the distilleries coming out of there are Glenmorangie, right, or Oban, and the landscape gets a little more rugged in the Highlands. Obviously, it's higher, a uh, little little rockier. Um, so that to me is is really interesting. I personally have never been to Scotland. Um, it's on my bucket list to go. I'm very excited. I want to go, but. Um, you know, financially, <laughs> as of right now, it's it's not a it's not a thing. That doesn't mean um, anything really. It just kind of means it is what it is right now. Um, saving, but you know, if something comes up and you got to pay for another thing, so you can't go anyway. So if anybody wants to support me, no, I'm joking. Um, I'm not, but I am. Uh, so then let's move on. In Scotland, still, we're still in Scotland. Then you go to the Lowlands. And it's not coastal, but it's obviously it's an island. Everything's pretty coastal, right? 
So the Lowlands, it doesn't have a whole bunch of distilleries. I know of a couple, but not very many. Um, Akatoshin is one. And there's a lot of these distilleries I can't even pronounce. It's going to be like the Japanese whiskey episode all over again. I can't pronounce some of them, so don't at me, right? <clears throat> um, but Akatoshin has some really cool stuff. And it's it's a little earthier, not briny, a little earthier, a little more oily, right? Um, and then we go to um, the Islands, right? The Islands whiskey. Um, I'm trying to think of the ones that come out of there. Um, Tal is Talisker an island? I don't remember. I'm sorry. I didn't do that much research into the Scotland thing because there's a bunch of different places on here. <coughs> but some of the islands around there. Um, and uh, they're doing some really cool stuff. I, man, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot about island. Anyway, moving on. Then we go to um, Campbelltown, which Campbelltown region has like three distilleries in it. <laughs> and one of them has the three most well-known whiskeys, right? Um, Springbank, Kiloman. No, not Kiloman. I'm sorry. Um, oh, my God. I can't believe it. I lost it. It's gone. I'm sorry. This is um, This is horrible. Um, I should know more about, about, I mean, I know about scotch. It's just, it won't, it won't come to me. And of course I wrote down Campbelltown and, and thinking that I would know, um, Kilbagan. Oh my God. There it is. Um, they do some amazing, amazing stuff. I love Springbank. The issue with it is very peated, very briny, very, it's a different type of peat. Um, then we've talked about peat. We've talked about all that. So I'm not going to go into the details of East Distillery because that'll, you know, we'll be here for six hours talking about distilleries, which we can do. I mean, we can get into East Distillery later if you want. Um, but at the same time, like, um, Springbank, they, they just create a very, it's a medicinal, but like not, Lafroig is more like medicinal with smoke. This is more ashy as well. I don't know. It's 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 just very different. If you had two side by side, you know exactly um, which one's which. So, say all that to say this: um, Campbelltown's one of my favorites. Um, and then you go to, um, you know what? You know what I think is an island, and I'm so stupid. Um, Highland Park. Highland Park is one of my favorite scotches in the world, right? They do some amazing stuff. They have some really cool bottled designs. Um, they're the ones that are kind of paving the way for this non-age stated stuff as well, which is really cool. Uh, they're putting out a bunch of different releases, which is awesome. Um, Highland Park is in the Orkney Islands. Uh, duh, I should have known that it was an island. Anyway, I'm sorry. I am retract what I said. I come back. <coughs> sorry, guys. I'm, you're just going to have to deal with me coughing for a little bit longer. get a little drink <sighs> trying to stay hydrated bro it's hot anyway um okay so we did Campbelltown we did Highland we did Island we did uh Speyside we did Lowland what is the next one Isla right um I will tell you it is Isla not Islay right not Islay it's Isla um now if you say it the other way I don't care I'm just saying 
Um, it's not Islay. <laughs> um, that is probably the most well-known area. Um, and it's an island. Not a, Yeah, it is an island in itself. Um, and that's where all the well, very well-known distilleries are. Lafroig, Ardbeg, Lagavulin, Brokladi. Um, you know, all those monsters. The monsters of the deep, you know. Um, that's a cool episode. <laughs> you know, we can go into the monsters of the deep in an in a, in a episode. See, and, and that's the thing. When I'm talking to you guys, I'm coming up with episodes on the spot. I should be writing these down. But no, I'm sitting here talking to you. Um, but um, it's it's so... It's and each distillery is so different. So like the like a lot of the distilleries that I've seen uh, from things is they're like literally you can see Ardbeg from Lafroy. You can see Lagavulin from Ardbeg. You know what I mean? So they're like right next to each other. But the flavor profiles are so different. So different. So cool. I love it. And they're using the same peat from the same areas from, you know what I mean? Um, there, a lot of the distilleries there are using grain from Scotland. Um, I think they, you know, it's mandated. Um, so like, it's so cool. Everything they do as well. Um, if it's done in Scotland and Ireland, but anyway, basically everywhere, but the U S we'll, we'll just say that, um, everything they do is organic as well. They use no GMOs. They have no, um, no nothing. It's just it's grown. They they you know, so that is that to me is is pretty cool. Not that you know anything that would be um, besides Monsanto maybe um, would die off before it went on through the uh, distillation process. But anyway, so we did our um, Scotland. Let me get back to my notes real fast. All right, so the next one, Ireland, right? Um, we'll just hop hop right over. Ireland is another island <clears throat> right next to Scotland, obviously. But they are known for a smooth, triple-distilled Irish whiskey. And it boasts iconic distilleries like Jameson and Bushmills and Powers. And Middleton is actually the main uh, distillery there. Um, and they make pretty much all of the whiskey because... We can go deep into to Irish as well. Um, back in the day, they um, basically had a prohibition to where they couldn't make whiskey. And there was one distillery. Uh, there was so many distilleries around Ireland. And then it ended up being one distillery left. And they've branched off from there. And there's there's some now, you know, um, that are doing cool stuff. Um, I really love Connemara. Uh, they're doing really cool stuff. They have a lightly peated, it's like an Irish peat whiskey. So good. So good. Bushmills is amazing. But one of the cool places um, in Ireland, I'm getting to it. It's, it's, it's Cork. Cork, Ireland. And that is where the Middleton Distillery is. And Middleton creates um, Jameson Bushmills um you know, all of the, maybe not Bushmills, maybe not Bushmills, I'm sorry, um, uh, Red Breast, uh, places like that, the, um, it's an amazing facility, uh, the Whiskey Tribe guys went there, uh, like two years ago, two, three years ago, anyway, 
and they brought back a bunch of footage. So go look at that. Go look that up um, on their YouTube. Um, it was just amazing. Like the the distillery is so cool. It's a really awesome uh, awesome place. Uh, but it offers offers a mix of traditional and modern Irish whiskey experiences, along with the opportunity to explore Ireland's second largest city, besides Dublin, obviously. Um, uh, yeah. So Cork, in just that one place, you can go to like you know seven different distilleries, which is kind of cool. Um, Ireland, another one of those bucket list places. I would love to do it in correspondence with Scotland, but I mean, good Lord, can I stay there for a freaking month? You know, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could do that. All right, but let's move on. Number three or seven, however you want to put it. You know, if you want to categorize each um, region of Scotland as a specific place, then do that. But obviously we got to talk about Kentucky, right? Kentucky is often referred to as the birth, birthplace of bourbon. Kentucky has numerous distilleries. I mean, there's, oh God, there's one popping up every day probably. Um, including Maker's Mark, Jim Beam, um, you know, uh, Buffalo Trace, Sazerac. Well, Sazerac is Buffalo Trace. Anyway, long story. We can talk about that too. <coughs> and the Bourbon Trail is a popular route for whiskey enthusiasts. So you go on the bourbon trail and they literally take you to all these different distilleries. It's kind of like in, in my town, uh, there's a bunch of wineries, right? Now you go out, out of town a little bit and they call it Wine Row. And um, they have these little, you know, they're like vans, like 60-seater vans, maybe a bus or whatever you want to call it. And they'll take you from winery to winery to winery. And here's a, here's a deal. <laughs> and this will, this is a little inside baseball. But, um... I don't know if you've ever done a wine tour or a whiskey tour for that matter, but a wine tour, I've done one in my, in my life so far. Um, let me just say this. They don't play around. They are literally giving you, I, I bet. And I mean, I'm not a big wine guy. I'm trying to get into wine because it's resembles whiskey. You know what I mean? And there's whiskey finishing things that wine does and blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to get into it a little bit. Not a lot, just a little bit, um, like 50 Cent says. Um, but, like, seriously, they I probably drank 11 glasses of wine in like an hour and a half. You know, I know you don't have to drink the whole thing, but it's rude, right? It's, it's rude not to. So, um, but you do the tour, you drink the wine, they pull it straight out of the barrel. You know, kind of like with whiskey, like they pull it straight out of the barrel. You're doing the thing, you're walking around, you're fine. And then they're like, all right, peace out. See y'all later. You're like, I can't even hardly walk. Like how? No. What? And just think about doing a tour of like five different wineries, or in this case, five different distilleries. If you don't, obviously you don't partake at everyone. You don't go to the tasting room of everyone and have a cocktail in every bar. Because if you did that, you would literally be gone all day by the end of it. You're puking in the backyard. You know, luckily at the one we went to, they had a little restaurant. We went and had some food, you know, stuff like that. I sobered up a little bit. Um, had some pizza, I think, or I don't, I don't even remember. It was good, whatever it was. But anyway, like the the... The bourbon trail, it's a little bit different because, like, the distilleries aren't 
right on top of each other. Some of them are, but they're not right on top of each other. So like they give you like an hour and th there's a lot of history and, and, uh, you go to the mushrooms and you do all this. So it's like, it's a lot of walking around. So you're drinking water in between and you're doing the thing. So I get it. Um, but yeah, if you do what, I don't know how many you would do in a day, three, three tours, you're at least having six ounces, eight ounces by the end of the tour, which to some people might not be that much, but you know, take that for what it is. Sorry. I'm blowing snot in the microphone. That's amazing. All right, let's move on. What's next after Kentucky? All right. Tennessee. I have a love-hate relationship with Tennessee. It wants to be around me all the time, and I don't really want to be around it. I don't know why. But Tennessee is famous for its charcoal-filtered whiskey. Jack Daniels is a key highlight of the state and offers a unique tasting experience with the Lincoln County process. And we've talked about the Lincoln County process. Um... <coughs> I'm very sorry. It's charcoal filtering. Charcoal filtering to smooth the flavor of the whiskey. Smooth the flavor of the whiskey. So I told you guys I was buying a new mic and a new uh, mixer, or whatever it's called. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, the mic I'm getting has one of those arms, like you see all the podcasters with the damn, you know, looks like a pterodactyl wing. Uh, I'm getting one of those because the one that I have right now, again, inside baseball, y'all don't need to know this, but I want to talk to you about it, so shut up. Um, it's on a little stand, and so I have to kind of like hunch over, and so it's kind of a pain in the ass. Let me try something real fast. I got this thing here. Sorry if it's making, how's that? Is that better? Yeah, I'm a little straight. I put, um, I had this candle or something that's in, in the shed. I don't know why it's in the shed, but it is. And I put it underneath it, so we'll see what happens. Now it feels weird, though. God dang it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm knocking the, making noise in the freaking mic. Okay. Tennessee whiskey. There's, there's a number of, um, whiskey distilleries in Tennessee. Um, George Dickel, Pritchard's. Um, a couple others. Um, the issue is, and I think we might have talked about this when we talked about whiskey, but uh, Jack Daniels, the distillery is actually in a dry county. Yeah, they can't they can't sell the whiskey there. Yeah, so they had to have a tasting room in the next county over, which wasn't a dry county. So that's strange. That's really strange. Um, kind of weird. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so. Tennessee, take it, take it for what it is. Um, huge music scene. My buddy, um, my buddy, he um, he was in some music over there, and he said the music scene, like Nashville, all that, it's great. Um, he never went to the da Daniel's Distillery, um, which I was kind of like, that's kind of a staple. I think he would do that. I don't know if he did. I have to ask him again if he did. But anyway, um, you know, Tennessee whiskey, it is what it is. Um, not probably wouldn't be one of my top 10 this is like top 10 rated through you know um like oh what is it like trip advisor or something like that you know so then we get into something we've talked at, about um 
and this one to me is um it's a bucket list but at the same time like just um being around it is something else and that's japan uh japanese whiskey it has gained global recognition for its craftsmanship the distilleries like yamazaki and nika produce high quality whiskeys that ensure that combine tradition and innovation and we've talked about this um i love japanese culture i think it's beautiful i think the way that they're doing it is so cool i wish that more people would be as involved in the just like i don't want to say nature because that sounds granola shit right i'm sorry i'm not saying nature like oh let's go hug the trees you know no i'm not saying that but like these people care where the water comes from they care where what trees they're cutting down to make you know like and i know we do too in america but like just i mean you've seen like the way they build their houses the way that they have their certain customs to where they take their shoes off when they enter in the house um like all of these things like these things that have been tradition for thousands of years like it's so cool it is so cool maybe my mic is doing that because i'm whispering into the mic maybe that's a thing huh i didn't think about that i don't know i don't know maybe i just need to go Wake up and quit whispering in the mic and actually start talking. Anyway, I would love to go to Japan and go to Yamazaki or Hakushu or something like that. Um, Hakushu is more like in the mountains, so I think it would be like cold and red and like snow and stuff. I think that would be super amazing. Obviously, I know no Japanese, so that's a little different. Not that I, I mean, Scotland, they speak English, which is nice, but like, you know, I know no Japanese, so it would be very different. I'd have to have like a translate app or something on my phone to even talk to somebody, which would be weird, but at the same time, it'd be super cool to go. And like I said in the last one, my, my daughter, she's really into Japanese culture and stuff like that. And um, not just Japanese, but Asian Asian culture in, in general. Uh, she loves Korean uh, stuff and as well. She's not into K-pop, which is great. I love it. I love that she's not into K-pop because K-pop to me, and this is no disrespect to K-pop lovers. K- K-pop to me is like, what do you call it? It's like boy band, but yet um, anime boy band, right? That's what it is, anime boy band. Like it's not, they're not real. It's almost like they're AI. Like it's just weird. It's weird to me. And of course, I'm an old man. What do you what do you expect? I'm an old American dude, you know, so I'm not going to be cultured like that. Um, another one and this and I finally found the name of the damn distillery that I've been trying to talk to you about forever. And if you listen to the podcast for five minutes, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. We're talking about Canada, Canada. My, I don't know. I'm not going to sing it. I'm going to do it injustice and i'm sorry i know a lot of people from canada not i don't i mean okay i there's a lot of whiskey psalms like not a lot there's a couple whiskey psalms that are from, that are from canada um and uh you know so i they they know their stuff up there so can, canadian whiskey is known for a smooth and lighter profile distilleries like 
Crown Royal, and ready? Here we go. Forty Creek. How did I not remember Forty Creek? Seriously. Forty Creek, that used to be my go-to. It was like my expensive crown. You know what I mean? Back in the day, uh, got my father-in-law on it, and he was like, man, this is amazing. Um, not great, but supposedly Forty Creek has some single malts that they're coming out with that are really good. Again, can't get them here. Um, Carmel and Forded Creek offer a diverse range of whiskeys with a unique flavor. Um, obviously, their, their distilling profile and stuff is a lot different than other countries. Um, so that's kind of cool. And Canada is beautiful. Canada is, you know, is a, it's, a, it's a great, great place. Um, where I'm looking through my notes again. Sorry, guys. Oh my. Okay. Uh, let me get back to the thing. All right. We're at 33 minutes, right? <laughs> so you're probably thinking, but you didn't talk. But you, I mean, there's so, there's so many. I mean, yeah, bro, there is. There's so many others. <coughs> Taiwan, they make some great whiskey. India, making great whiskey. France, making great whiskey. Spain, even Spain has a whiskey. Sorry, I gotta move the mic a little bit. Spain, what's the one I haven't talked about yet that I always talk about? That's strange. And of course, I'm talking Texas. I know Texas isn't a country, right? It thinks it is. Texas thinks it's its own country, which is fine. It's fine. But to me, Texas whiskey is a thing. And I feel like it deserves recognition as a so, as a place to go. But then, you know, if you listen to my episode with Germ, and we were talking about American single malts, the, the, whole, of an, the whole of the United States has some amazing whiskeys going on. Not just Kentucky, not just Tennessee. We're talking Washington, Oregon, Colorado, uh, Arizona, New Mexico. I mean, I can name, I'm literally just naming states at this point. Obviously, Texas, that's my home. Um, they have some awesome, amazing, different whiskeys, bourbons, single malts, uh, whatever you want. It's there. It's there and waiting for you. Um, so, my, I, guess, I guess for the next little bit of time, what we're going to talk about is the, the, the places that you go, they don't have to be bucket list places, right? They don't have to be the Scottish trip of my life. Although those are amazing. Those places are amazing, right? And it will be a lifetime thing. And hopefully, like, I hope there's people that go to Scotland every year and they do a thing and they do, you know, they go to the, the festival I can't pronounce. Um, and they go and they have a great time. I hope there's people out there that do that. And I hope they make it a ritual, a, a, an event that they do every year. But for, I'm going to say the normies, for the ones that can't do that, 
I would say find a local whiskey to you in your state, in your country. Um, I know my buddy Jesse down there in New Zealand. Um, there's not a whole lot of distilleries down there. There's a bunch of breweries that are brewing beer and stuff. But, um, you know, he's got to drive ways to get to Hendrick, Hendrick Distilling. Which they're doing some cool stuff. You need to follow them on on Instagram and stuff. Um, he did a podcast with with uh, that guy, and he's doing some really cool stuff. Um, you know, for a kiwi, you know, whatever. Take it as for what it. But he does a um, like a lot of corn whiskeys and a lot of uh, like flavored moonshines, but they're like corn corn based. They're not. I don't know if he puts any sugar in them. So it's basically like a corn new make. That he's uh, doing all this, all this, uh, and he is making like flavored and stuff like that because you know obviously that sells in a market, so you have to kind of do what they do. But like he has some other like really cool whiskeys, and he's barreling stuff and he's doing stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Like go and find a local distillery, or maybe it's not a local distillery. Maybe it's a pretty major distillery in your state, in your area. You know, drive, take a little road trip, bro. You know what I mean? Take your girl out. Find somebody to watch the kids. Take your girl and go. Or your guy if you're a girl listening. I don't care. Or your boyfriend if you're a dude. I don't care. You know, get out there and get, get to looking for some whiskey is what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't care what you do or how you how you swing with it. Um, get in the car and drive. Drive to, like, for me. Um drive to up to Denison to go to Iron Root. That to me is a pilgrimage. But then again, you think about it. Think about it like this. There's people that come to Fredericksburg. Um, I said the town. Crap. It's okay. I'm not concerned. There's people that come to my town from all over the world. Right? So, why why can't that be a destination th- you know, thing? Um, I, I will tell you that locally, in my town, there's one distillery. Well, there's a couple, but one one actual whiskey distillery. And I'm kind of on the fence with them. I'm going to do a deep dive on them this week. Um, it's uh, Motoset and Son. They are making single malts. Um, I'm trying to get some more information on them because, you know, I don't know a whole lot about them. And supposedly they're from here. And I'm like, hmm, how do I not know you? You know what I mean? So i um, doing a little research on them. But, like, luckily for me, I'm in the hill country where I can go to Andalusia. I can go to Crowded Barrel. I can go to Treaty Oak. I can go to all these places that have amazing Texas. I can go to Garrison Brothers. You know, I can go to all these places that have some amazing whiskey and, um, you know, make a small trip to to Waco to go to Balcones, you know what I mean? It's a it's a trip, but I mean I could do it in a day. It's a couple hours, you know. Um, I could go to Dallas, you know what I mean? I don't really want to. I don't like going to Houston either, but I will. I would love to go to Yellow Rose down in Dallas. I'm mean, down in Houston. Sorry. Um, you know, but like if you're if you're doing it, make make a make a weekend out of it. Have a whiskey weekend. That's fun. You know, just get you and your girl, persuasional, whatever, um, and pack up a bag and go. 
Why not? Why not? Yeah, it costs money. What doesn't cost money? You know what I mean? Everything in this world costs money. You know what I mean? You can't. Let me tell you this. You can't take that money with you. Uh -uh. Like I've said, and I don't know if I'm just getting more spiritual because it's fixing to be my birthday. You know, and every time around your birthday, you always are thankful for what you have. And you're always thinking about life and death and like your birth and stuff like that. Or maybe that's just me. I don't know. But um, I've been really thinking about like, you know, I have these bottles of whiskey. Unopened bottles of whiskey. I don't know if they're good. I don't know if they're bad. I don't care. But what am I doing with them? You know what I mean? I'm sitting on them. That is not cool. You need to enjoy them. You need to share them. You need to um, give them to people. Not give. You know what I mean? Like pour a sample, go give it to somebody. Anyway, I gave a bottle of uh, Andalusia Striker to uh, this podcast. will come out probably after after it, so won't be a big deal. Uh, to Chris Conrad from Bad Mo Legacy Barrels. I sent him some uh, a bottle of Striker because he can't get it. Um, and he was so excited, you know, like he was freaking out about it, which is cool because that's what I want. I want to be able to help people um, grow in the whiskey community. And that's what, what I'm trying to do. And I think that's what a lot of uh, content creators are trying to do, help people grow. Um, but at the same time, we're we're all, um, you know, we're all trying to do the best we can with what we got. Um, so, yeah, what I would say to you and um, to, to everyone, you know, listening is don't be afraid to, like, get out of your comfort zone and go try a distillery that nobody knows, that nobody's heard of. Go to that place. Like my... Uh, my wife just said that she wanted to go to Santa Fe, New Mexico, for, um, you know, the kids get like a fall break. She wants to go then. And you know what's in Santa Fe? <laughs> uh, Santa Fe Spirits. Cole and Amazing single malt whiskey. Amazing. I love it. Love it. It's divine. I'm trying to change up my wording, you know, because, like, everybody's... uh. Always like you say it's amazing all the time, or you say it's absolutely awesome, or whatever. So I'm trying to change it up a little bit, but we'll we'll see. Um, so yeah, find a place on the map. Let's say you're going out of country, and this is hard because if you're going to a place out of country, like let's say you're going to Paris. Good luck, you know. I mean that's awesome. Um, you're going to Paris. Maybe look up local whiskey distilleries in Paris. I don't know of any personally. I didn't look, I didn't research it at all. So I just threw that name out there. You could say Madrid, Spain or whatever. It doesn't matter. Find one and be like, Hey, you know, you know, you're going to have family or somebody you're with be like, Hey, can we stop by here real fast? I just want to, you know, kind of get the local scene. And that's what people do. Like when my wife and I go to places, we want to go where the locals hang out. You know, we like the touristy crap. <laughs> I'm going to call it that too, you know. But, like, I want to eat the food that the locals are eating. I want to experience the things that the locals do. I want to talk to the locals about local culture and some of the creepy stuff that's going on. I'm into creepy stuff, right? I'm into, like, the uh, the the weird 
things that are going on around the city and stuff like that. So, you know, like, I, I want to talk to those people. Like when we went to uh, Cabo for our anniversary last year, I was talking to the uh, our driver. I mean, they don't have, like, tour guides or Ubers or nothing. They have, like, a driver, and he comes and picks you up. And Anyway, long story. It was through our little hotel place. And we were talking to him, and we were like, hey, what is some of the things that, you know, not be beyond the tourism, where are some of the restaurants we should go and the things that we should do? And tell us some history about the town and blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, he went off, man. And, I mean, you're talking broken English, so, like, it was really difficult to, um, to really understand what he was saying. But at the same time, like, he sent us to one of the coolest restaurants. You know what I mean? It was a little sketchy, right? It was a little sketchy, not going to lie. But at the same time, like, we had a great time. We had a really great time. And so don't be afraid. You know, don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone. And I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of. They're like, hey, um, I can't try that because, like, I don't think I'll like it. You know, like going, taking it back to getting it back to whiskey, right? I I don't want to try an Isla single malt because I'm afraid I won't like it. Well, that's why you try. Like, I, you know, I'm sorry. I, I keep hammering this into you, and I'm sorry. But hopefully somebody listens. But, like, go to a bar. Try it at a bar. Go to your buddy's house. Try it at his house. Right? You don't have to buy a 750-milliliter bottle and then feel guilty because you didn't like it. Right? Uh, that's why I think if more people got into the whole, let me send you a sample game, I don't know how what the legalities of that is. I don't care, really. Whatever. It's fine. I send people samples all the time. Here, try this. This is cool. You know what I mean? Like, this is a cool whiskey I found. I want you to try it. Because guess what? You can't take it with you, right? That's that. I guess that's the, that's the other point. Go to these whiskey places because you can't take... The only thing you'll have left is the memory of it, right? And the memory is what's going to be lasting. Yeah, the money is gone. That sucks. You know, and I know some people can't can seriously not afford it, right? Like me going to Scotland, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. Um, you know, I heard that Hawaii has a pretty cool whiskey scene coming up. You know, that'd be fun. I mean, you know, once they settle down a little bit, obviously. You know, again, hearts and hearts and prayers going to the people of Maui, the the real people of Maui. The people that were not trying to get um, kicked out of their their houses, you know, and stuff. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on there that that is not great, and you know, I'm not going to get into it. It's not it's not um not on me, but at the same time, like you know, we need we need to help each other out, bro. You know, that's that's all I'm going to say about that. We need to help each other out. Um, but yeah, there's so many places out there to have some really cool scenes. Um, whiskey scenes, or maybe, maybe it's, there's a good brewery, or a wine, wine play, you know what I mean, like, go to Napa Valley, why not, why not go, you have no reason not to, and that's the thing, like, we could sit at the house all day long and do nothing, and be miserable, scrolling through TikTok, and Snapchat, and whatever else you have, and 
wishing you could do what these other people were doing. You know why? Because they're out there doing the thing. Wow, I'm getting real like dude bro on you and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. I'm not. But it does frustrate me when, when and maybe I'm talking to myself. You know what I mean? Maybe I am. Um, I need to get out there in the community more and be more um, vocal about getting out into the community. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But at the same time, like I want to um, make you guys aware that there are, there's whiskey happening everywhere. Do you want in on it or not? You know, um, I think I'm going to cut it off a little, not a little short, but a little short today because not that I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm loving the topic and I'm loving talking about whiskey, but, um, you know, I just don't, I don't know. I haven't been feeling great, you know, obviously, but like it gets to the point, like when I talk too much, it like, it'll start making me cough and then I'll go into a fit and, you know, stuff like that. So I say all that to say, find you a good whiskey place, make it a, make it an epic place. Go to Scotland, go to Japan, go to wherever, or maybe find something in your backyard. Find something that's close by. Go try that local craft distillery out. They might not even be making whiskey. Who knows? Go try them out. See what they're like. Develop a relationship with those people. Because in the end, that's what matters. Is developing relationships. The alcohol is just a catalyst to that. I know. I know. I know what you're saying. Like, get back on the whiskey. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But that's part of the 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 whiskey experience is the is the fellowship, right? And the um the love of what's in the glass, and the love of who you're talking to with that glass, and that and that's a big thing um, in the in the whiskey community, especially, is people don't take that glass of whiskey for for granted. They know that the hands that went into it, but they also know the conversation that's going on with that glass. And that's why people do toasts, you know, and that's why people do all of these. I'm going to I'm going to call them rituals, but like they do all these things because they want to remember that time. Not so much the bottle. The bottle doesn't matter. It's that time that you have with those people. Anyway, soapbox over. So fucks over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, find you a whiskey place. Go to a whiskey place. Um, or on the other hand, if there's not a whiskey place there, why not? Figure out why there's not a whiskey place there. You know what I mean? Maybe there's a reason there's not. You know, maybe there's not uh people in that area. Like I don't know of any um whiskey from Idaho or Montana, I know some Wyoming, Wyoming whiskey's good, but you know, like, what, why, why is that, because it's a lot of plains, right, and they can't grow stuff, and it gets pretty bitter cold there, but, you know, like, find, find a good whiskey spot, you know what I mean, um, now that you can order whiskey online, you should be able to get it from all over the world, do a whiskey flight with all these different whiskeys from around the world, that'd be fun, I feel like that'd be super fun. Try Taiwanese whiskey. Get you a Paul John from India. You know what I mean? What is it? Cavalon? Cavalon? From uh, Taiwan? It's, it's super good. I like it. I uh, finished a bottle of that. 
the pianist or the musician or something like that. It was really good. Port finished single malt, which was awesome. Um, anywho, all right. So I can't do the outro music because, um, you know, my, uh, my, uh, my iPad died. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, it, it's a thing. I need to charge it. I forgot to charge it. Whatever. Get off me. You know, I'm, I'm doing what I can. So I'm hoping that when the new mic comes in, it's going to be night and day difference. It might be, it might not, it might be shit too. Who knows? It might be that I don't know what I'm doing. And that's, and that's totally fine. That is totally fine. All right. So I'm going to leave you with this thought. And I know I've given you a lot of thoughts, but I'm going to leave you with this thought. Um, whiskey is a catalyst for you. Use it to your advantage, not to your dismay. Right? If whiskey is making you stay in the house, maybe whiskey's not for you. Right? And I'm not saying I'm not condoning drinking and driving. I'm that's not I mean, I don't want you to take that out of it. Um, I'm condoning getting out there. Because like I said, whiskey is happening around you. And be a part of it. Like I um I don't do Discord that much. I have a, I, ha, I don't, I don't personally have a discord, but like I thought about doing one, but it's weird to me. Um, I'm on a discord with uh, a group of people, germ, germ from freedom malt is on it. And, uh, Marshall from rough spirits is on this, this one group chat or whatever they call it. And, um, he was like, is anybody going to distilleries today? And I'm like, no, sitting at the house. And now I'm like, why, why? Why am I sitting at the house? You know what I mean? I'm trying to, you know, what am I doing? Anyway, so whiskey's happening around you. So find whiskey and find friends and get out there and do it. Because these whiskey places need us to survive. And that's and that's kind of where it's at. So anyway, I hope you guys uh, got a little bit out of this. I know it wasn't really technical or anything like that, and that's fine. Uh, some of these need to be a little more um, uh, tangent, tangential, tan, no, not testicle. What? Anyway, because people need to know that, like, there's different places, and with these different places, there's different whiskeys, and you know, and most of you know, you know all this, but there is some some strange ones out there, and I I I ask you guys to go out and find a strange whiskey location. And if you find one, like, send it to me and be like, hey, what about this? You know, like, there's so many speakeasies and stuff like that all around the world. Like, find you a cool speakeasy and get you a cocktail or something. Like, that'd be so fun. It is fun because I've done it. Um, but, yeah, um, I say all that to say this. Thank you so much for joining in. Thank you for listening. I'm trying to get better uh, physically. And podcast Julie. It's podcast Julie a word. Uh, made it work. It's fine. We're going to make it work. Um, so I will catch you all on the flip side. You guys know where to find me. You know, on the on the things. Uh, shoot me an a email if you want. WhiskeyShamanPodcast at gmail.com um, If you have any guests. Um, I don't know if you all saw the poll that I had up a while back about guests. I'm going to check it again, but um, if y'all saw that poll, if y'all like stuff like that, like stupid polls and stuff um, on the app, just let me know. 
let me know. Uh, shoot me a DM. Let me know um, what you want to hear. If you want to hear anything specific. Um, if you're liking the content. If you hate the content. Let me know one way or the other. Because I'm going to assume. By the overwhelming non-compliance. That you guys are liking the content. So, you know, I'm just going to assume that. So, I, I say all that to say this. Thank you so much for everything. Um, we're growing and showing. It's showing every day. Uh, the numbers get a little bit better. And I'm not, again, I'm going to say it again. I don't go by the numbers. But they're there. And they're getting there. Now, comparatively to other, I don't compare myself to other podcasts at all. But comparatively to other podcasts, I don't know. You know, I'm not a bourbon pursuit or something like that. But we're getting numbers, and that's great. Which means you guys are listening, and hopefully you're telling your friends and your friends' friends and, you know, Stacy's mom. And, you know, you know she's got it going on. Right? Anyway, um, I, I'm i sorry. Now I'm at the point of rambling, and, and it, yeah, I apologize. All right, so. Until next time, guys. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Until next time, keep your spirits up. Yeah, baby. Let's go.